NXT Gold Rush Week One. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn, joined by Issa, Alfred, Hi. tonight. Here to talk about the big news, the biggest news in all of professional wrestling, the biggest news of 2023, the hottest story, the biggest story, what the people have been demanding, and that is Raw Underground is coming yes! back Woo! to NXT for one match only. Do we get Shane? Do we get Omos? Do we get the dancers? Do we get we, everybody back together is what I want to know. We better get it all. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> Oh, my God. They finally answered my letters. Raw Underground is coming back. <laughs> it's every and every WWE fan survey. They're like, do you have anything else to add? Bring back Raw Underground. Same. Yeah. Dreams do come true. It's true. So we'll talk about that and more on tonight's edition of the Wrestling Inc. podcast. What is going on in the news that's that's not the Raw Underground story, which, again, biggest story in all professional wrestling. It is the biggest story in all professional wrestling, but the second biggest story this past weekend was the debut of AEW Collision. CM Punk with a fiery promo, taking some subtweets at the Young Bucks, calling them counterfeit bucks. He had a lot to say. He removed the mic flag from his microphone, of course, which is something he did do in WWE when he was in work shoot mode. And uh, there's some backstage reactions. It is said uh, that the Young Bucks took this in stride. There really wasn't any real anger toward this according to what some of the wrestling gossip websites are saying but uh there clearly is still some tension and people are now wondering whether or not this is going to be something where they're going to be able to work together or not but young bucks are not reportedly going to be on dynamite tomorrow uh, because it is expected that cm punk is going to be there has he been announced yet i have not seen him being announced there but uh what were your guys's reactions to cm punk's return and aew collision in general isa did you get to see it I did not, but I did watch some of the uh, clips. I did see. I actually popped for that line. I'm not even going to lie. Whether <laughs> you like or you don't like the guy, the guy is so talented in the mic. He knows how to cut those promos. He knows how to get the people talking. And that is actually, I was covering an event local here in Puerto Rico, and I opened Twitter for one second, and that is literally the first clip that I saw. And I had all the likes and all the retweets was him saying the counterbox uh counterfeit box line uh great reaction i think um cnc and punk in chicago is almost wrestling fan bucket list it's just magical it's a whole different atmosphere than seeing him anywhere else um but i did get a vibe that collision felt different and they can build something here it looked different it featured people that look and act like wrestlers like it seemed to be a good show i love seeing me right there andrade look great so i just wow. i'm not gonna have the time to catch a collision live and that's like i hate at what time it is on because if i don't catch it live i am not gonna go back and rewatch it just because we see so many clips and so many it's what we do so it's all over our social media yeah. so you already seen the majority of it so what is the point of me sitting down to rewatch it. So that's that's my issue with collision. But overall I think I think it's exciting and CM Punk can cut a promo that no matter what you say about the guy, that cannot be denied. And I do want to point out that at many an AEW live event, including the first double or nothing, the young bucks did spray the audience with counterfeit bucks. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they did. That's their thing. That's the gimmick. Yeah. So Imagine I mean people that were saving them thinking that they have value finding this out <laughs> from CM Punk. <laughs> I wonder if uh, AEWshop.com does accept counterfeit bucks. I have, have tried? I have counterfeit Shane McMahon bucks from WrestleMania 32. Oh, those are real. Those are not counterfeit. Those are 100%. Oh, they're real. not? 
You say those. How much are they worth? Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. All right. Um, this is ultimately leading to some match. This, 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 if if there if this isn't a work of some sort, if there isn't a payoff to this, this is the dumbest actual rivalry in all of professional wrestling. This it is, is regardless. Stupid at this point. <laughs> okay, that's about the point, but hear me out. In the ESPN interview, we heard that CM Punk said that he's trying to reach out to the box and he gets messages back from his lawyer saying to not contact this person. What if we add oh that God. to the storyline? <laughs> yeah, what if we add that to the storyline and CM Punk tries to reach out again and it's the lawyer who responds and says, this person does not wish to speak to you. They only wish to have a match with you at this pay-per-view in this <laughs> event. And boom, that's how we set it up. The, the lawyer, lawyer is the Mark one Sterling. that makes the match. Well, yeah. And here's the, here's the difference. When Riddle and Brock, when Riddle was trying to get something going or when Riddle and Seth and their thing... That wasn't the sub there. There were no overt shots fired like this during promos on the air. Like you don't bring that into the ring if you're not going to pay it off in the ring. I mean, that's one way to say it, but CM Punk is a loose cannon. He's going to say what CM Punk's going to say. There's still debate as to whether or not he was even supposed to be saying that line. There are obviously legal ramifications. And here's the idea of, I think, People like us who follow every little backstage storyline, we like the idea of work shoots, but there's no indication that these are going to draw. Work shoots are so overrated. Like, I do not think this would be good. In fact, this work shoot has lost the money. All this talk about legal drama, they're having to pay lawyers because of this work shoot where they worked I mean, with Heyman Adam Page and it turned into an ugly thing. Now they have to pay legal fees. I, I don't think it's a good idea for them ever to work together, especially under Tony Khan's leadership. I see Glenn's point, but this is also AEW, uh, no leadership we're talking about, where oh, everything shit. gets brought up, everything gets personal, people are punching each other backstage. So, no, I don't think that's something that gets said in the ring is going to pay off in the ring. Like, we saw the whole thing started because Hangman Adam Pay said something yeah. out of pocket that he wasn't supposed to be saying. Look at the press conference yeah. where CM Punk even admitted that none of the stuff that he said should have been said. Like, they just go out there and say what they're going to say. It's not, if they don't, if they can, if they can work it into a shoot into a work respect but i don't see that happening these people just say what they want to say the box came back and the next wednesday they were making fun of cm punk this is before we even knew cm punk was coming back this is just how they act like a bunch of teenage kids so let me ask you then mjf no showing that meet and greet and that signing intentional part of storyline or was that real and then later they turned it into a storyline only Tony Khan and MJF will know. My gut tells me MJF went into business for himself and mm-hmm. Tony Khan had no choice but to go with it because I don't believe that Tony Khan was in control of that situation. And even if this goes well, to me, for my money, the greatest work shoot of all time does involve CM Punk. It was the money in the bank pipe bomb. The fame mm-hmm. pipe bomb, which the one week anniversary, of the, the anniversary of the pipe bomb promo is coming up a week from today, the 27th. It's a great mm-hmm. promo that we all love as wrestling fans. But if you follow the business of that storyline, it did not draw if money in the bank pay-per-view did about 196,000 buy rates and that was in the middle there was six pay-per-views better than that that year six pay-per-views worse it was literally the average number and the tv ratings went down leading up to that so there was not this transcendent interest so even in the best version of a work shoot it doesn't draw that much money we just think it does because we're hardcore fans but i don't think this would draw money especially and you have to take into consideration that's the greatest version of a worksheet. I think if AEW tried to turn this into a worksheet, it would be a complete disaster. I don't even think they'd get to the finish line. I mean, I wasn't watching wrestling at the time, and I saw a lot of people talking about that 
it got me at least to check out what it was, what was going on. I think, oh yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, earned media is a thing. Now yeah. it doesn't always uh, translate directly to ratings, but they did get a lot of earned media. They got both. I I got the text from my nephew that was like, "I know you're not watching, but you gotta check this out." You know, and like you find the CM Punk promo like the day after. Like I feel like a lot of us that weren't watching did get reached out by those friends that were still watching. Like you're gonna love this crap, you know, with when the CM Punk uh, yeah. pipe bomb happened. And that it didn't definitely bring me got back. buzz within the mm -hmm. hardcore wrestling community. There's just a ceiling right. for that type of buzz. It's not worth risking another legal oh, 1, issue for the Young Bucks and CM Punk. I don't 1, want like it'll be great for me to watch because I know it's going to be a train wreck. Like either right. way, CM Punk is flaming out of this company. But like if you guys want to accelerate this with another work shoot in this company that we've seen time and again blows up in their face, by all means, look at what AEW All Access did. That show was based on backstage drama, and it, and it didn't do any as bad as Power Slap. All they and had you to know, do was do better than Power Slap, and they couldn't do that. No, you didn't. No, you didn't compare them to Power Slap. But you know what? I always say, and another thing is, like, a lot of people just go by these tweets, and it's like, Twitter is, like, one of the lowest used social media. Like, you yeah. should at least go by YouTube or TikTok or even Facebook. Love it or hate it, it's still used by more people than Twitter. We are such a small circle of the people that actually watch, consume, and purchase this product. The people that are on Twitter. Like, it's ridiculous that sometimes they cater to that audience when I'm like, that audience makes like 1% of the people that are watching you right now. Small, no money the, in it either. What were the ratings for Collision? We have not they, known. There was a week, holiday weekend, so we're going to get them tomorrow yeah. morning, and I'm going to wake up extra early to see what they do. Because they, they come out in the morning, or are they going to make us wait until 4 p.m.? <laughs> I think they're coming out in the morning, because they were supposed right. to come out today. I think typically they're going to come out uh, the next Tuesday, uh, but because hey. there was a holiday, happy Juneteenth, uh, I think they're going to come out tomorrow morning. And I do okay. think the number for this first show is going to do very well. I very much liked Collision. I liked CM Punk's promo. I love the match between Andrade and Buddy Matthews. Not Buddy Murphy. Uh, and I love the set. I loved how it looked. And I that the problem is going to be when they start getting preempted. That's my worry for collision. Is once mm. you take people out of that pattern of watching on a Saturday night, which is already tough, it's gonna be very hard to get them right back. Because whenever yeah. this happens to Rampage, which actually did rebound this weekend, whenever this happens to Rampage, the ratings stay down for a while until they get back into their regular time slot for a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. What else is in the news? Well, we've got an update on Ticket sales for AEW Collision, which is actually quite encouraging. They're not great. They're not gangbusters. But they are showing signs of life coming off this Saturday's debut. Uh, it looks like they're doing closer to 2,500 to uh, 30 for some of the shows uh, around the Canadian markets. They are starting to sell four for one deals at $16.50 each. So they are lowering Jesus. ticket prices. Four selling for in one? packages. Yeah, four for one deals, um, four packs, okay. as they call them. So the important thing is to fill this building up. If you're going to be on television, you have to buy a burger like or just a ticket. <laughs> is there a two drink minimum? I don't know whether or not you have to buy a hamburger, but uh, we'll, we'll okay. keep you updated okay. on that. But then at least for some them. people are going to be in the building, you know, because you just have to you can't have it is going to be very hard to hide the fact that there aren't people in the building. If there's less than a thousand, like if you get to that thousand, right. two thousand threshold, you can at least play tricks with the camera. But otherwise, it's going to be very tough for them. Uh, that's good for them. Hopefully they can keep it up. <laughs> that hamburger controversy is so funny. I can't. I, I will never let it go. I cannot let it go. Like it got so ridiculous, and I could not stop reading the responses. People taking it seriously, not seriously, and I'm over here still making jokes about it. Like, 
go but to that Vegas. is good news. I was waiting for Glenn to tell me he had a free ticket to Double or Nothing offering his DoorDash or something. You know? Let me tell you, um, <laughs> Double or Nothing uh, seat fillers were on some of the, the locals' seat sites. Alongside, oh, did they have them on the Facebook Marketplace? <laughs> no, I could have been a seat filler or I could have gotten free tickets to the Jew Man group. Oh, what? Is that a thing? Vegas. Yes, the yeah. Jew Man group is a thing and I'm sure it's terrible. Wow. You still should have taken it just for the experience. Yes. The, the, like I could go see Carrot Top or the Jew Man group or some magicians you've never heard of. Or I could have been a seat filler or double or nothing. That's see, now I'm intrigued, but I don't know if I can Google that. Like, I don't know if I can. The Jew Man group? <laughs> the Jewish American group? Or, I don't know. No, the Jew Man group. I mean, it's a parody of the Blue Man group. Oh, I, the Jew Man group, you know? Are they still blue? What do they paint themselves? I, I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to make jokes, but even as a Jew, it would probably come off pretty insensitive, some of the jokes <laughs> I would make about this. Uh, maybe maybe I'll go watch that. Uh, occasionally, you see uh, tickets to, to Puppetry of the Penis uh, for free for the 18 and over. Uh, you know, yeah, all the all the hottest acts in Vegas that you can see with your ninety nine dollar a year subscription for up to four tickets. Wow, I have so many questions. Yes, when you're <laughs> out here. Okay, so here's the deal: when you guys are out here, we're gonna we're like forget Donnie and Marie, forget Elton John. We're gonna go <laughs> see the most beat, like wackiest free. Yeah, shit we have to get. find. Yes, okay. yes, we yeah. have to find like the oh my god, the content, the content yeah. will be we're gonna incredible. Go see the worst shows in Vegas. I can't wait. We're gonna go see Carrot Top, the matinee show. Can we I go hear to good the things about Carrot with Top. the burgers? With the free tickets and eat a burger? Yes, yes. I'm sure to. they have a vegan. They have to have a vegan option. No, and we're going to go to White Castle for the vegan sliders. And we're all going to get sick. And it's going to be amazing. Oh, God. <laughs> great. It's gonna be great. And then, can we buy one of the giant drinks? And I knew she was going to go there. The, yeah, the, yard, <laughs> the yard of margarita? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, I, oh, my God. We need to plan this for real. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to take you all. Forget the strip. Forget Fremont Street. I'm going to take you to the locals' casinos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm you're going to see how the locals live. Yeah. It's real. We're going to go to Dottie's. It's going to be real depressing. Us and four <laughs> Kino machines. Wow. You know? Yeah. Bingo. It's be a good time. Yeah. Not even bingo. Bingo's too high class. Kino. <laughs> oh, wow. Kino's like bingo for degenerate gamblers. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's good times in Vegas. Kelvin R. Alexander has a super chat. $5. Kelvin. $5, which is uh, the low stakes table limit off the strip. Um, <laughs> although apparently, you know, the Hooters Casino used to have $2 blackjack. Yeah, they did. Yeah, that's shut A down lot of casinos used to have $2 blackjack yeah. way back in the day. Yeah. Kelvin R. Alexander, $5 saying, hey, at least Tony Khan listened to his lawyers. Unlike the Donald, shots fired. Wow. Yeah. Tony and Donald in the same sentence. We'll see if he listens to his lawyers. I don't think he'll be doing that if they try to run with the story. I bet you his lawyers will be advising against that. I'll tell you what. Yes. <laughs> and here's the thing. There are gag orders. There are certain things they cannot say, which actually might help them because it will force them to get a little creative and come up with fake reasons why these two people hate each other. But there are things that they cannot get into in terms of the storyline legally. So My that's another hurdle. If it just became a pay-per-view nights. When people can be in the same building at the same time, do we have somebody wrestle first and then like quickly score them out of the building so we can bring in the other people? Like I have a lot of questions about how the logistics of this works. Here's here's what I want to see. Luther Campbell, Uncle Luke <laughs> to the kids back in the day, got sued by George Lucas because his original rap name was Luke Skywalker with two Skywalker. eyes. Yes. Then he got sued by uh, Roy Orbison 
for doing a parody of Pretty Women. That went to the Supreme Court. He uh, had the obscenity trial for as nasty as they want to be. So Luke got a little scared. Luke was spending too much time in the courtroom. So Luke did a series of diss records on each album. There were like five parts. Each track was called I Ain't Bullshitting. And Luke <laughs> would try and throw shade at people. And it was just Luke talking over a beat for five minutes. But he'd be like, now I want to talk about some things you find on your table. Things like salt and pepper or or some kids that play like he was trying very he was being very deliberate to not name anyone and then like going on to accuse them of all sorts of crazy shit so like, like the that, original trapped in the closet yeah but that's that's what i want these cm punk promos to be you know now i want to talk about a game that you play with letters where there's a man who's hanging and whenever you get a letter wrong the man hangs further you know hangman He's like, I ain't saying no names. I ain't saying started, no names. It's funny you bring him up because he started all of this, technically. Speaking. Yeah. You know? CM Punk's biggest fear, Hangman Page. Now I want to talk about Michael <laughs> J. Fox for a minute. <laughs> He's just going to code everything. It's going to be amazing. A rapper from G-Unit. Young Buck. Singular, <laughs> yeah. not plural. No, Singular. Now, do you think if CM Punk ever gets out of pocket at another press conference, they'll just have like Adam, like Hangman Adam Page walking to the room and just stand there like this and he'll automatically, because he's so terrified of him, according to that ESPN interview. I think, I don't think they let him anywhere near a press conference. I think Tony Khan invites Nick Hausman to every press conference. And when CM Punk gets itchy, Tony calls on Nick. Because he's (laughs) like, that's the reminder. That's the reminder. Yeah, that's, the a, that's also it's all it's all Nick Houseman and Hangman Page's fault. Isn't it incredible <laughs> that Nick Houseman is partially responsible for all of this? He will yeah, forever he triggered. To he triggered CM Punk just by his mere presence and asking a question. He kind of triggered Roman Reigns too at WrestleMania. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. That's what he does. Nick Hausman is the most dangerous man in all of professional wrestling. <laughs> whether or not Nick Hausman asked that question, CM Punk had something ready for Nick Hausman. He was ready oh, he was waiting. to talk yeah. about Nick Hausman. So, like, it's not like Nick was, like, looking for any trouble. If you're, if you're in wrestling media and you're from Chicago, you're in danger. Yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, the only one is Nick Hausman. So he, he took all the heat. <laughs> Do you think CM Punk, like, went to an improv group once and had a bad experience so that's why he's triggered at the thought of improv you know i couldn't see cm punk doing improv i think he's too much of an independent spirit he would just end up <laughs> yes, independent himself. spirit oh my god i love that <laughs> he wouldn't play on the team <laughs> what else is in the news that's the Nothing. news we're that's ready for news. our next talk baby cm punk's okay. improv debut next week breaking story Be like, okay, I'm gonna do this promo, but first I need a, I need a location, I need an occupation. Same and I, location. And I Backstage need Backstage in Chicago. Uh, okay, okay, that's good. Now I need an occupation. Lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> and now I need a scenario. A lawyer's backstage in Chicago. A lawyer what? backstage doing... texting you back that you can contact people. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna hire a lawyer to respond to all my text messages like that, honestly. <laughs> Oh my God! So tonight NXT Gold Rush, yes, nineteen minutes and thirty nine seconds in the show for the people marking it down. We haven't, we haven't been together in a while, you know. We have. I know it's been a minute. We had to get it out of our system. Yes. Um. So tonight, part one NXT Gold Rush. The Gold Rush was on tonight. 
Wesley defending the North American Championship against Tyler Bate with special guest referee Mustafa Ali. Yep. Mustafa looking great in that ref that ref shirt. Yeah, he did. His, his arms out. were kind of swollen. He like he's looking good. Yeah, you think I of said him that. As a smaller kind of lean cruiserweight, but he was looking he was looking pretty decent tonight. He pretty buff. He's got his beach body. Yeah, he was looking good. It still should have been a triple threat. It'll yeah. get there. It'll get there. Yeah, but uh, Wesley retained tonight. Good opening match. I just I think that Wes is on fire. Like Wes ain't losing that title anytime soon. Yeah, well, let's see. I, I very much like this opener. I expected actually more out of it. I had very high expectations, and I'm not saying I'm disappointed by it, but it didn't go as long as I thought it would, and the finish was kind of weird, but they're obviously involving Mustafa Ali in this as he's finessing both of these guys. I just thought it was weird how he just went to each of them and, like, slapped them in the face, and then it I was just that. Over. It was a clean wish, finish after that. I wish all referees were like that. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> get back in the ring. I don't want to count you out. You get off and fight. Don't you want to win the title? That's how, that's how I would want my referee to be. Well, Aubrey Edwards just wrestled in the tank top, slapping people in the face. So maybe this is a trend. Right, chill. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was good tonight, though. I think that he refed it, but yeah, he added a lot to the match. Um, I mean, look, Tyler Bate, Wes, or great competitors. There just was no heat. I mean, all these guys are friends. There was no. This was one of those like. Yeah, but I better... felt invested. And we'll get into it later. I did feel invested here just because I knew we were going to get a banger, you know, and I knew that Ali was going to try to do something because I don't feel like the story's done here. Where with other things tonight, as good as the wrestling was, I just could care less. So at least mm. there was some kind of like, I felt a little bit more invested into this match. It's a good opener, though. Oh, Calvin, $2 Super Chat saying Ali's refing was kind of sus. Kind of no, sus? No, it wasn't. He just I, he just I, learned in a week. I thought he was great. I don't trust this, Ali. Wesley, hold on to your title for dear life, brother. He's coming for it, bro. It's going to be a great match, but Wes is retaining. <laughs> he did try to fast count at one point. I was like, yeah. Hmm. My favorite was the end, though, when Wesley's on the outside. He's counting it out, and then he just comes out and like throws him in the ring himself. Yeah. And by the end of this he match, was, they were definitely telling the story that there's going to be tension. Like, Wes and Tyler Bate both had this look on their face. Like, what's with Yeah, they story? were so confused by Ali and Ali's just celebrating. Is I think the triple threat is coming. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then we went from that to Duke Hudson hosting a pep rally for Thea Hale. <laughs> Thea Hale is so wholesome. great. It, it's crazy because, like, I knew this, but then you, you hear it, and it's even more impressive that she – has not even attended a day of college. Like she just graduated high school and she's more poised and mature in terms of cutting promos in front of a live crowd than just about anybody in this territory. Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak say, wait, she just graduated high school. Yeah. Like I pop for that. <laughs> I like seeing, uh, I like seeing Duke Hudson be so uh, supportive, you know, and like kind of like it, it felt like a pep rally. It really did. The people in the crowd really helped it. And I just love everything she had to say. She was, yeah, a little annoyingly hyped up, but we gotten used to that. We learned to love her just this way. I enjoyed this segment. I will say, I, I don't know that it did a lot for Tiffany Stratton. Yeah, and that's strike and that's strike two of Tiffany Stratton coming out and trying to cut a promo, but this time they really and I get it. I mean, she we know wrestling one on one, right? If she tapped or did all that today, that means that Tia's not winning, obviously. Yeah. But they really did not help her here at all tonight. 
Do you think Tiffany Stratton was the original plan? I mean, they had to, I mean, okay. So back Mandy, Mandy Rose was champion. Everything since then has been a little on the fly. Right. But right. Roxanne Perez. I mean, that was short lived in the grand scheme of things. Uh, that mm -hmm. was them calling an audible. Uh, um, yeah. Indy Harwell winning was a very pleasant surprise. I mean, I feel like, I feel like they're kind of trying on champions right now to see which one's going to fit for right. the long run because they don't have a plan. And maybe the plan originally, I know, I know you guys think I'm going to say this, but I think maybe Nikita Lyons was the original plan. I was waiting. I knew we were going to get there. We took a couple of, you know, detours, but I knew that's where we were going with this plan. But now I think they're trying some different things. And I say with Tiffany Stratton, Tiffany's very good at what she does, but in this role, um, it's tough. I think she's letting the belt still do too much of the talking. I did think she was better than, I mean, it's a low bar, but I did think she was much improved in what she did. I don't think it was anything special. And I do think this was part of the plan, especially when they got to Tiffany Stratton because it was part of a tournament. And I think they had that all worked out, mm -hmm. that she was going to win this tournament. They were going to really put her over. She just needs some more ring time. I, it, I see the potential. It's not like an unsolvable problem. She just needs to keep going out there cutting promos, and they need to do more with her. And It's the problem. I the think... promos are the problem. It's not a wrestling. Yeah. It's not her no. character. It's I the mean, promos. Yeah, she still needs some ring time, too, because she's only been doing it for a couple of years. But everything involved with being a pro wrestler and a champion and whatnot, as long as she gets the reps, there's no doubt in my mind that she's going to uh, catch on. Uh, Calvin, $5 super chat saying Thea Hale is a gem. So talented. Tiffany was better this week and her healing was much improved. I liked yeah. it tonight, but yeah, her attacking in the ring, Thea standing tall, Tiffany's retaining with yeah. this, but watching all this, I think Thea would be a pretty good champ because she's an excellent promo. Yeah. I thought her asking for permission to say ass whooping was cute. <laughs> and she said she knew Andre Chase was watching at home. And Yay. she tried to make us all feel old by saying that she didn't understand the Sattler and Waldorf reference. Do you not watch the Muppets? Come on. Who doesn't watch the Muppets? If you if you're in the wrestling business, you need to watch the Muppets. They no, I it's mean very similar. Yeah, wrestling is basically the Muppet show. Like all and WWE SNL. programming is the Muppet show. Very much so. Yes. Um yeah, I think that. I really, the more Thea talks and the more we see of Thea, the more I'm convinced she could hold this down as champ. I mean, the, the in ring is going to be with a question, and that's only because she's so young and so inexperienced and whatnot. You could say the same thing about Tiffany Stratton. It would be a monster pop if she did win as an underdog, and I think it would be fun, but I really think they should give Tiffany Stratton a run. You don't, she's going to be one of their big stars, as is Thea, but you don't want to cut her off at the legs this early into a world. Yeah, I know title it's run tough. That she won in a tournament. But Okay, so let me ask you, based on mix of promo and in-ring ability, who should the NXT Women's Champion be? Tiffany Stratton. Out of the entire roster, you think she has the best mix of promo and Out of everybody ability. healthy right now? I mean, I like Roxanne Perez's champion, but she I don't think she needs that belt. So I think Tiffany Stratton, especially if you factor in the fact that I think Tiffany does need the belt to gain some legitimacy. Yeah. So I and have I'm, a yeah. problem with that. I've been pulling for Tiffany since day one on this, but I'm just saying I don't know that she's the best mix. I think they cooled Gigi a lot. Mm -hmm. I think Gigi could have held it down. But story-wise, even with what we saw tonight, like... It looked like an emo girl Instagram reel. Yeah, and I didn't like how this was written. <laughs> It did. I seen I seen that reel a million times of a sad girl walking in front of some kind of graffiti mural. That said crack is like, whack. 
<laughs> I mean, it is. I'm not. I'm not pro crack, but I'm just saying, like that. Was... Tell me, you haven't seen that reel in your feed at least yeah. once. Okay, it, it was, thank yeah, you. I have. I She's have. becoming like GG platitude, like, <laughs> like just cliche after cliche after. I cliche. just, I, yeah, it's just not cute. Yeah. Um, cool. You found some, and I think who said like you called that art? <laughs> like somebody said yeah. that too, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I think but that was you know, James. Yeah. But yeah. you know was missing on my my bingo card. He said there was nothing of her posing in front of angel wings, like an angel. Oh wing man, wing. you're right. That's a big miss. Uh, They're yes. saving that one for later. Yeah. You should make. Well, a bingo I don't know. Card. I feel like so. the I feel like the angel wings are more for your girly girl, where this was uh, giving me more emo girl. There's right. two different kinds of, and, and those kind of girls go to different murals. The, the emo <laughs> girl doesn't go to the angel wings. They don't. <laughs> It's just I can imagine them driving around Orlando, finding the cracky swag. Yeah, like that's the best mural they could find for her character. It's Orlando, yes, it is. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad I saw it. <laughs> Have you our, you been to Orlando? All our <laughs> listeners mean? in Orlando, go post your selfies in front of the crack is whack. The only thing <laughs> was missing was her wearing some freaking Mickey Mouse ears, and then it's like, yeah, Orlando. Oh man. Um and then yeah, Thea Hale's response, like or not Thea Hale, uh, pardon me. Uh no, what's her name? James. James, sorry. James. I love Kiana that when she was like, You called the art? Yeah. <laughs> I fought for that. Too. And she's like, I'm a lot like Gigi. Don't tell us you're a lot like Gigi. You want to be the opposite of Gigi. Yeah, please. But I'm a lot like I like color things colorful things too. Like when I was that's a character trait, like colorful <laughs> things. It is. Issa, how do you feel about colorful things? It's not my thing. I'm more of a black person, so I like. Black. <laughs> you are. You should have come to the YouTube <laughs> party last night. You didn't invite me. You didn't invite me. <laughs> um, Keon James should be buying her uh, house and turning it into an Airbnb, her childhood house, or washing away all that my, art. Yeah, do and. Ah, uh, okay. So Joe Gacy chewed out the dyad. The dyad for no reason pissed. whatsoever. But this, though, they're going to be stronger after the last weekend. And then Ava, like, just split Ava. Four and roots, one tree, Glenn. Yes. One tree hill, four roots. <laughs> <laughs> this made no sense, but it was there. Yeah. So we're getting a dyad split. It seems kind of soon for this. I mean, they're they're leaving in October. They gotta start doing something yeah, about gotta, it. Gotta start writing them out of here. <laughs> yeah. They're vet they're veterans, yet they're grizzled and young. Nothing makes sense. Crack is whack. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, having a contact lens issue. Oh no, are you okay? Yeah, it's fine. Like do you take like, it off or do you have like 27 of them in there like that lady one time? No. <laughs> you ever watch that though? She had 27 contact lenses in her eye. Oh. She didn't. Yeah, she went, to the eye, she went to the eye doctor because her eye was bothering her and she would just, she kept on forgetting to take them off so she kept putting new oh, ones God. on the next day. I'll, sh I'll send you guys the video. I don't need to see that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Brooks and Dunn versus... Idris Snowfay and Malik Blade versus... Oh, man. This is what I was talking about. Yes. Pleasant surprise. I'm glad. Versus uh, the Wanker Twins. 
Um, the wanker. <laughs> In a triple you finally threat. said it before I did. <laughs> Hank Walker and Tank Ledger. I don't like their new gear. I think they should both dress more like Tank, not Hank. They now yeah. Tank is dressing like a security guard. I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number one contender for the NXT Tag Team Championship. This was a really good match. It was. I and Idris Snowfay and Malik Blade won. Hell yeah. You care about this match? That was fine. This this tag team feud has grown on me just because I just thought it was so funny how every team thought that they would get closer by fighting each other, and now they're fighting each other the proper way. And I've been, I've come around right. on this feud, and, I, and I'm happy for Idris and Malik Blade. I think because I'm so invested into thinking the stacks and Tony D will be the ones yes. to dethrone oh, the, yeah. the rats that are gallus. It's like, why are we having this triple threat for? None of them are going to beat them. This is Tony and right. Stack's job to do. So maybe go. that's why I felt a little disconnected from this match, but I was just like, I don't care. I don't care who wins because this isn't their time. It's, it's Tony D and Stack's time. I think that... Uh... But it was a great match. Fun, fun, fun match yeah, for yeah. sure. I think that the Hank Wankers and uh, Brooks and Dunn <laughs> and Gallus should have like a Crisis on Infinite Earths style battle royal and only two get to remain. And now I'm not saying the two teams, saying only two individuals get to remain and they wow. inherit all the gimmicks. Because all three of these I love teams. That. <laughs> and you know what? Let's throw in the Creed Brothers also. All four of these teams are roughly interchangeable. And I One really of the don't Creed care. Brothers tonight was looking like Clark Kent. Hmm. But they all of them have like no all of their gimmicks are we like to throw down and fight and we're good wrestlers. Like just I just two of you get to remain and the other six have to go back and get a new gimmick. Yeah, they need to flesh these out a little more. But I, I don't hate that idea just in general of like a tag team battle royale and the last two have to be a tag team. Yeah. Cause I'm just cause it should be because and the right team won tonight with Blade and Anofe. Um, but I do think Stacks taken out. What, uh, one of the coffee brothers tonight in the parking lot, still dangerous yes. in that parking lot. Always, you heard what he was saying on the phone. He was trying to call an establishment, and they said the establishment was full of rats. Yeah, mm. mm-hmm. what's to- up, Tony what's up, D- coffee boy? Tony <laughs> D needs to break out of prison and they need to win those those belts. Oh, see, Tony, D, Tony D tweeted that he would like to meet Dominic after when he gets out. It's good they can, but you can't associate with known felons as a condition of your parole, you know? You just have to tell everybody. Yeah, exactly. Just do it behind the scenes. They have to do something with him and Dominic. It can't just be a Nobody follows their parole, Glenn. Glenn, you're such a good guy. (laughs) They need to put him on house arrest. He needs to wrestle on an ankle bracelet. Yo, I will pop for that. (laughs) And you can like you can visually see it, or he starts yeah. beeping because he's not home at 10 p.m. No, like the condition of his parole should be that he can't go out of the ring. He has to like he, he like listens to dress as the ring, so he gets thrown out of the ring and then starts beeping, and he like keeps diving back in, or else he's gonna get taken back to jail. What if he's That's going hilarious. to win the titles? It's like one, two, beep, beep, beep. Oh no, yeah. he's gotta be home. <laughs> he can't win. No. Something, man. Something. Um, so free, free the dumb. Yes, free the dumb. Uh, but good for Idris and Malik. Congrats yeah. to them. And then we had backstage Damon Kemp and Eddie Thorpe. And Kemp tells Thorpe we're bringing back Raw Underground in two weeks. 
I can't wait. So I didn't think there was a way I could love Damon Kemp more, but him bringing back Raw Underground, it's let's go. Let's so go. Random. It's not <laughs> random. It's right. It is right. They have to have at least one element. from Like, I wouldn't be mad at Omos being there to let them in with the velvet rope or whatnot. They can't just do Raw Underground with no shame, no dances, and no Omos. We need one nostalgic comfort food from that era. Okay, this is in two weeks. I'm busy yeah. next week. Oh man, the week of 4th of July. WWE, if you get me tickets to, to the Raw Underground match and I can be in the audience, I will fly to Florida on my own dime. Wow. To be there for that match. Bro, I'll do it too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with you. We're, we'll all be there if you can. And I'll take a picture in front of the crack is wax sign. And I'll wave handfuls no! of ones like I'm betting on the match. Instead of doing all the Orlando touristic things, we'll be the ones looking for the crack is wax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna make it happen. You gotta go to play some Kino, Glenn. Get some ones, save Get those ones, ones for about two yeah. weeks, and then you throw them out there. I like it. Oh, it's gonna be good times. Good times of Raw and Great times. Everybody, you need to tune into NXT. And I know it's a holiday week. I know that's normally bad for the ratings. But I need you all to tune in. This needs to pop. Biggest rating NXT has ever seen. So we can get Raw Underground back as its own show. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be good. I was thinking about taking the 4th of July off. But now, you know, America's birthday. Sure, that's great. That's good. But Raw Underground is now the biggest thing happening on 4th of July. Forget the fireworks. Yeah. Forget celebration of freedom. Celebrating Raw Underground here, July 4th on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I mean, it feels like the right thing to do to celebrate America. Bring back Raw Underground. I pledge allegiance to Shane McMahon. Uh, have since day one. Get well soon, Shane. I hope he's okay. He better be back for this. I don't care if he's and out there with a walker or in a wheelchair or on yeah. a rascal scooter. He doesn't need to walk. He just sit down and do it. It's fine. A scooter. A scooter. <laughs> Do you remember how awesome his intro was the first week oh, explaining Raw Underground? I still and the have the energy. Raw Underground was energy epic. Raw Underground was epic. I don't care what anybody says. I enjoyed it. It was ironic, but like I had a good time with it. I only have fond memories of Raw Underground. You're not going to front on me like that. What's your favorite Raw Underground moment, Alfred? When Bobby Lashley wrecked everybody, that's when I was yeah, like, that, that was, was like, so this good. Guy needs to be champion. When I saw that, I was like, oh my God, this guy. And then eventually they did make him champion. But yeah, like that's the thing about Raw Underground. It kind of revived the career of Bobby Lashley because that's mm-hmm. they didn't know what to do with him. So they stuck him underground and he looked like a complete badass. Yeah. I think that uh, Shane O'Mac's energy in throwing Raw Underground. Just trying to get everyone to feel the excitement he felt for the show. That was my favorite thing about Raw Underground. There were dancers. Mine was the dancers. There were dancers like the Fly Girls from A Living Color. Yeah. But did they have choreography? No, we can't afford that. It's WWE. (laughs) But there were dancers. Um, if they the, can't get us tickets, I'll both. I, I will go. I'll be a dancer. I will take a Greyhound bus if I have to. Which oh, seems God, appropriate Glenn, to stop. Go to Relax. It will take like five days from where That's you're true. at. That's true. It's true. Kelvin <laughs> R. Alexander, $5 super chat. I don't trust them, Stevenson boys. And he needs to watch his back. That's right. Evil Stevenson showed up today. Yeah, he's alive. Yeah. 
Gable Stevenson signing. I thought we weren't going to see him for a while. That's what I was told on Twitter. Yeah, he, he saw all that chatter from the Wrestling Gossip websites, and he said, well, I'll pull up. I'll show you guys where I'm at. Um, Roxanne Perez was pulled away from Blair Davenport after blindsiding That was so backstage. funny. I love this because Roxanne was walking. They are doing something. I was like, I think it was a Gable Steve. Uh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, Gable it was with, with Eddie, and she, you and can you see, her see her walking. In the background. And wherever she was going, you could tell it was on site because she was like storming somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> they got to it. I was like, I don't care what they're talking about anymore. Follow her. And literally, yeah. we hear the noises. <laughs> it was very well done. Yeah. And then Cora Jade versus Dana Brooke. Oh, my God. Poor Dana. I mean, every main roster star gets treated like a hero. But for whatever reason, they don't want anything to do with Dana. They're cheering for Cora Jade, who's the obvious heel in the storyline. Well, the way she was favoring the knee, the idea even said referee stoppage. When is the last time we had referee stoppage in a match? Yeah. I mean, Dana came across massive baby face, didn't tap out, kept no, going, worked through the pain. She should have just let them take her in the stretcher. No, because she, she did all that to lion. lose. No, you just like making the injury worse for nothing. You didn't even get the win. What I'm trying to figure out, Alfred, you have access to talent. Why aren't you interviewing Dana Brooke for Forbes and I asking have. her why did she stop doing the front flip in the entrance? <laughs> that would be a great question. Maybe I'll reach out. She does follow me on Twitter, so I'll, I'll reach out to her and see if, if we can. I interviewed her like a few you. months ago, and I didn't ask that. I apologize, yeah. Glenn. <laughs> I never do the journalism for wrestling. I'd be like, I want to interview Dana Brooke, and I'm just going to be like, so Dana, why did you stop doing her. the front flip? I got her not too long ago, and I completely missed to ask her that. And she's going to answer the question, and then I'm going to say, okay, thank you for your time. The interview is over. <laughs> <laughs> that's my only question <laughs> my only question all I wanted to know follow up question can you bring back the front flip can you bring it back please I did it. I just did it like uh, I, I get that what they're going for massive baby face but the whole thing was confusing it seemed like a legit injury then you're like yeah it's not legit then she kind of like nursed it when she remembered like it, it just got messy and for a ref stoppage I don't know the ref stoppage was crazy. We never see that. See it all the time. When's the last time there was a ref stoppage in NXT? It wasn't it, not too long ago. Yeah, I want to say there was a match that had a ref stoppage. Now I can't remember. I feel like it was yeah. a main yeah. event, too. Mm -hmm. hmm. It's rare in the grand scheme of things. It's like it's like uh, the roulette wheel landing on the single or double zero. Oh, yeah. But it, doesn't that feel good when you got chips on that double zero and it lands yeah oh. not if you're on red or black don't feel good <laughs> oh no no obviously not you. but if you happen to win well yes mesmerizing I mean, spoiler alert for people winning in a casino feels much better than losing <laughs> no i'm yeah. no i'm not i'm specifically talking about when it lands on if it lands on red or black it's a 50 50 and you just keep pushing but if you pick those double zeros and it lands that's heaven sent so the other i'm playing hold them at the casino Against the dealer, not like in the card room. Yeah. And I decided to play a pair of twos and hold them. Now, a pair of twos, you're going to get beaten easily. And I was like, oh, yeah. the dealer's going to have a pair of jacks, a pair of aces, a pair of sevens, whatever. I'm going to get yeah, beaten. Shit. No, dealer had a pair of threes. And that hurt. <gasps> that hurt the worst. Damn. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Insult to injury. Uh, Kelvin R. Alexander, $2. There it is. At least There's... Dana ain't looking like no punk tonight. Yeah, that's a good point. I just didn't but, think it also did a lot of favors either. 
Chris in the chat note that our uh, truth was injured ref stops, but that was a legit. That was a legit injury. Get well soon, Archie. Yeah. Yes. And Wesley and Tony D, but uh, that was also a legit injury. Uh-huh. That's what I mean. As a as a as a work a ref stoppage, like and and the ref stoppage happened at what felt like the end of the match. Mm-hmm. Like this was a conscious decision in booking. This wasn't an improvisation. This wasn't an on the fly call. This happened. All right. So if you're a ref, you see that they're taking her a stretcher, and then you let her wrestle for another fifteen minutes, and then you go, "Okay, that's enough." You go, "Maybe I should stop this." Yeah, in like booking. it doesn't it doesn't make sense really. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Glenn's interview style is this good of being an email. <laughs> <laughs> I will ask, I will come up with more questions to ask Dana Brooke. Okay. Although I feel bad because my real questions I want to ask Dana Brooke is like, so give me your perspective on you've been in the company, you've had pushes, you've been associated with people like Charlotte. What do you think has held you back from going to the next level where it seems like all of your peers, everyone you were in NXT with, who has been along with you on this ride, yeah. champions, actually, God, are you trying to make her cry? No, but, but I yeah. really want to know because no, but I'll put her over and mention she's incredibly talented. She's a yeah. great promo. You're going to put her over like that video package did last week. And yeah. they did yes. this to her this week. But that's the point. <laughs> But that's the point. Like, you look at that video package. She's she's like, she's had this. I mean, I don't want to say she's been like the Forrest Gump of WWE, but she's been around and been involved in all this greatness. But where's Dana's turn? When does she get that real push and real shot? I want. She should turn heel and she should align with Tiffany Stratton. I think she'd be perfect for Tiffany Stratton. Mm -hmm. I think it'd be great. Or I think it should be great as a coach for Thea Hale. Sure. Yeah. You know, line up with Chase. But what I'm saying is, I'm thinking about this now. Emma. Emma's the only person from that group. Look, she's an ex felon. Like, you don't want to put the title on her. <laughs> <laughs> but Emma and Dominic, can Emma and Dominic be on the same show? Yeah. All these felons in wrestling. I'm with it. <laughs> it wasn't a, fe- it was, it, there were no charges. It was a misdemeanor. Good. I just think no, funny. That's just funny about it. It's a felon. <laughs> It's like, it's like the burger, okay, Glenn? I say sarcastic things. She was using a self-checkout, and I guess it didn't check her out correctly, and she just left. With she the needs item. to do life in prison for that. But, yeah, Dana um, came up after Bailey. was paired with Charlotte. I mean, she's from that, that bridge generation, but then Carmella, Asuka. Like, if you look at the women called up around that time, yeah, she's, she's had... Yeah. She has not had the spectacular go of it that all her peers did. And, and I don't very think she's high on her at the beginning. Yes, I very high. I appreciate you reminding me of when she dressed up as Ric Flair. I forgot about that time. <laughs> I, I did too. I still Yeah. That, yeah. That when he mentioned weird. her with Charlotte, that's the first thing that came to mind. My hair coming out as Ric Flair with the wig and everything. <laughs> Playtime is over was a very, very good catchphrase. And when she was doing the hun and patting people on the head, really, I just liked her because she reminded me of Paige Michael Chuck from Degrassi, The Next Generation. It was really the same gimmick. Being condescending and calling all the other women hun. It's good. Good times. That's great, hun. Yes. Okay. Anyhow, then that's our segment of the week discussing the career of Dana Brooke. 
<laughs> Maybe I should never interview her. This could just really go off the rails. We should have her yeah. on this podcast. It could really go some places that she's probably not prepared for it to go. Okay. Look forward to this interview. <laughs> I think we should have her on and we each take turns asking a version of why don't you do the front flip anymore? Like it can't, it doesn't have to be that, but it's like, well, you did gymnastics, right? Okay. So uh, <laughs> I, I actually kind of want, I want the history. I could do an entire hour long interview about the front flip. She's be, fun to talk to. She's a good interview. Yeah, be, and and yeah. it would be like, when every time you do it, do you think you were going to eat concrete with your face? <laughs> because I would think that every time I did it. And then doing that would probably make me eat concrete with my face. <laughs> the TLD in the chat said, felons of wrestling. I'm buying that ticket. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds like a pay-per-view that's going to go very wrong, like that's Legends of Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> that is a promotion. They could steal Nick Gage away from GCW. Oh, my God. You know Never. what? If this were 25 years ago, that would be like the heir apparent to ECW. Oh, yeah. And, like, you would do it in a prison yard, and everybody would start their interview. It would be, like, intro of who it is, and they would talk about the – they would give the rap sheet. And like, they wrestling the... orange jumpsuits. Yes. They come out in chains. They have to get uncut. Oh, my God. Like, Fox would have done this as a special. Shout you out know, to Dominic Mysterio's WrestleMania entrance. Still, yeah. Welcome. And you say so what that prison they came from? You don't say where they're yeah. from. Yeah. Like, not like from Colorado. It's like from San Quentin. <laughs> and they would have hired. Like they would have hired like, like some weird war. Like who would the warden have been if this was 1997? Who would they have hired to play the Big warden? Boss man. Big boss man. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I would think that if it was Fox, it would have been like, we got Daryl Gates to be the warden of this imaginary prison. <laughs> oh, my God. Remember, this is Fox that did celebrity boxing. Yeah. Yeah. Vanilla Ice versus Todd Bridges. That was like the opening match on celebrity boxing. A banger. Okay. Yes. Um, Cora Jade versus Dana Brooke. Ref stoppage. Cora Jade won. Cora Jade, that barbed wire gear again. Incredible. It's yeah. my favorite thing. New Jack as Warden. Oh, love that. R.I.P. New Jack. That'd be perfect. He'd be their top guy, actually. <laughs> Finally, we had Von Wagner open up to Mr. Oh, my Stone. God. This was heavy. Something's happening with... Listen, we, we make a lot of fun of Von Wagner. <laughs> Just like I said with L.A. Knight, there's something going on with this Von Wagner. I think this is going to get over. Well, it's it's the storyline. I think Vaughn is very talented, and when he was yeeting people out of the ring, oh, that was my months favorite. ago. And his field with Sosikoa slapped. Yeah, he had tremendous momentum, but they've been building up this reveal, and I think mm -hmm. that based on the photo, we had some ideas. But it was a very touching story tonight about his battle with uh, Trichinocephaly as a baby, um, and uh, the skull surgery he had to have, and this was just. Incredibly moving. I wish they would have gotten to this sooner um, because I think yeah. that now is the turning point in his story now that he's opened up and we know a bit more of what he's been through. And I've heard yeah. a lot, even on this podcast, I might have made a couple of jokes about his head not knowing any of this stuff. So if they would have done this earlier, then uh, Alfred, maybe we canceled. don't make these jokes. Your ass is no, getting canceled. No, 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 no. I'm saying that I made these jokes before I even knew about this. Had I known about something like this, and I think okay, okay, I don't. I, I know what you're saying. I, I haven't made jokes about his head, but 
<laughs> I don't think that you understand that we live in an era where five years from now somebody will dig up this clip and try to Let cancel him. you for it. That's really spell what, how it right. works now. Spell my name right. <laughs> At, this is nasty. Just spell my name right. That's all I ask. I said he looked like ZZ from Tough Enough got exposed to gamma radiation. Oh my goodness. Cancel. More because he was like all jacked and yoked. Canceled. <laughs> Canceled. Right, well, I'm canceled. Canceled. No, I'm not making fun of his condition. I'm making fun because I, uh, I mean, I canceled because I compared him to ZZ from Tough Enough. Um, but which, you know, in some circles is the worst insult there is. Um, but no, look, I think Vaughn, this was very good to humanize him, but I think they might have built this up not too much, but too long. This oh, yeah. did humanize him. We didn't need the build to humanize, like, he could have cut this promo week one. And we would have been like, that's very humanizing, and I want to see Vaughn succeed, knowing the adversity is overcome. But they had to right. make you care about the picture. And maybe, I agree, Glenn, they did take too long to get to it, but they at least made you care. I, At the time that they explained it, I was still wondering what this was about, because week after week, they're explaining that there's something up with this picture. So he opened up. I guess he opened up to that therapist, and that relaxed him enough to open mm -hmm. up to Mr. Stone. I don't think he's going to therapy anymore. I think Mr. Stone is now his therapist. I thought he was dating the therapist. Do we even know who the therapist is? I was hoping they were going to make it like a whole universe about that. The therapist would become a television character and there'd be like a state. Probably a better help therapist and they just think <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> At least it was in person. <laughs> Not sponsored, by the way. Yeah, never going to be sponsored after this. Not now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but this was good um look forward to seeing where his story goes next carmelo hayes and baron corbin oh i love this so much. based off in the ring tonight it's great great this was epic i thought i thought both guys had such a good back and forth the flexing on each other that they were doing i i'm hyped for their match but i thought they killed them both of them and where has this Baron Corbin been, like, ever? Well, that's the thing. They've done such a number on Baron Corbin and made him into such a joke that, like, you can only get so excited for a match like this. Yes, the promo was right. good, but it's like, Baron's not, well, who knows what's going to happen, but I don't think Baron's winning this match. What do you think the mortgage is on this $1.8 million house? Oh, my God. Paid off. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, he was flexing on him. He's got it like that. He's, He's talked about his stock portfolio before. I think he made some very good investments in the recession. Mm. I love that today was a good day line, man. Yeah. yeah. And I love how uh, Carmelo Hayes hit him with that 26. He were getting kicked out of the NFL. I'm over here really winning championships. Like, yeah. it was good. It was really, really good. I enjoyed this. Made you like both of them. I thought both of them walked out of this looking great. Exactly. I mean, Corbin's I just... not winning that championship. How do you know? Okay, how you know? Yeah, you in, my know. You voice, <laughs> in my best Andrade voice. In my best Andrade voice. Okay, how you know? <laughs> I mean, that'd be a bold move if they do that. Oh, if he hits the end of days and he hits it just right. Nobody Shit, but Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Carmelo's going to kick out of the end of days. No, he's not. Ooh, yeah, and Drew McIntyre should have never, ever kicked out of the end of days. Nobody should kick out of that move. If he's going to... Oh, by the way, do you see that Sami Zayn finally won a match with the Blue Thunder Bomb? What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Where, where, I know. Was, that? was that on Raw last night? That was like, no, uh, that was recently. Was like that was on SmackDown. Ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but the, the, he has that other move, Baron Corbin. What is it? Not the end of days. He has another move that looks really good. This... You know what? Oh, the deep six or something like that? Deep I don't six. know. Oh, yeah. Deep six. Yeah. yeah. So if he's not going to win, then don't hit the end of days. Try with the deep six. Like, do not. I still, I know I say it every week, but I'm still mad that Drew McIntyre got to kick out. Okay. Well, the first time, here's my bet. Here's my prop bet I'm going to place. First time he goes for it, Carmelo's going to going to slink out of it. Yeah, count it, it or in. something, but don't let him hit it or don't give a kick out. Because nobody, nobody remembers that match at WrestleMania. So if nobody remembers that it really happened, it didn't. So technically speaking, nobody has kicked out at the end of days. I'm going down to the sports book. I'm going to place my prop bet for Baron Corbin versus Carmelo Hayes. And they're going to say, sir, this is scripted. And I'm like, I don't care. You can bet on it. In some places, Baron can. Corbin. Yeah. If he wins, I don't that's think a lot of money. Most yeah, sports books don't. Most sports books Sportsbooks don't take a You're in Vegas, though. Go to one of the ones that find yeah. one that has a mural on the outside that says crack is whack. And I guarantee you, you walk into that casino, they'll let you bet on wrestling. That's not a sports book. <laughs> that's just a bookie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go back the next day and there's nobody there. You lost. All yeah. <laughs> and like, did I imagine this? Like, you know? Yeah. It'd be good times. Um, I love this promo. Cor- Corbin's getting his. Uh, his uh energy Momentum. back yeah. yeah a little bit this is nice nice to see he just had a purpose on this promo we've seen him like you know just be there by default where here he feels like he has a purpose i like that yeah. i thought it was great Carme- yes. carmel hayes brought up the happy corbin tonight. i thought that was funny too yeah <laughs> soft spot a sore spot and he quoted yeah. this, is good. this is actually really good quoted like ice cube yeah, yeah. And then Corbin said that he don't miss. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> I mean, it was great. Again, because we lost credibility on Corbin, I can, I can see some people not want, not liking it, but I love this back and forth. I thought mm. it was excellently done. It was such a fun segment. Last night, they did it on Raw with that Money in the Bank segment. I thought that segment was, was so great. much fun. I thought this one was a great segment, too. Then, the metaphor... Get it? Like metaphor. Went down to the ring for Lash Legend, Dakar, uh, Lash Legend and Dakara Jackson versus Valentina Feroz and Ulyssa Leon. Guys, Lash Legend got a my... win on TV. Yeah. yeah. This is this is good. Listen, I know a lot of the internet wrestling people were expecting this to be like a disaster. This was just fine. I was very impressed by Jakara Jackson. I thought everybody did fine in this match. Like, I, if my eyes didn't deceive me, I believe Noam Dar was wearing kente cloth. So another point for Noam Dar in the culture. But I, I thought this was good. And Lash Legend gets a win. She got the pin, which he I did. remember for the longest time we really liked her, but she wasn't winning any matches. So I, I I'm happy for her. Yes, it was fun. Um, let's see. Owen Lola Vice and Electro Lopez appeared at ringside during this. Great. Low build. Yeah, I'm pissed that we're unifying and getting rid of the NXT women's tag titles when the women's Why? tag division is heating. Because the women's tag division in NXT is heating back up again. And there's no champion. It's just... It... There is champions. They're going to be able to go across brands. They should have gotten rid of these titles a long do, time ago. These titles should have okay. been unified. Okay, but let me ask you a question. With Shayna and Ronda as the unified champions, is there any team in NXT that, credibil- that credibly has a chance to even 
hold their own, let alone win those titles. So Shana you want them to give the other titles so people have a chance? That's not how it works. Build yourself you, up to have a chance at it. Yeah, you got to build them up. Do you think know. they're going to build anyone up to a point of credibility that's the that question. they could beat Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler? No, but that's okay. I think, um, what's her face? Uh, you know, the one you like, uh, Diamond Mine. Uh, Ivy Nile. Ivy Nile. Oh, they could absolutely build her up. You get her a partner, they'll oh, allow yeah. them to have a credible match. They'd be having credible matches with everyone. I mean, Kate and no. Katana look super strong against them on Raw. I don't know. They did. They had but a on NXT. On NXT. They're from NXT. Yeah, but they're but they're on the main roster though now. That's what I'm saying. I'm not just saying this to say it because Glenn's here, but I do think that Ivy Nile and Nikita Lions could be a good tag team as like a big and little tag team to build them up for Ron and Shayna. I'd be here for it. <laughs> what would you call that tag team? The illusion of scale? Like <laughs> The illusion of wrestling. <laughs> oh, man. You don't have to sit there and take that, Glenn. Nikita's finisher is better. Nikita can do the five moves she needs to do well enough to get through a match. Can she? Or is she going to get She might injure like herself. Yeah. But she can do the five moves. Since she's being here, she spent more time injured than here, Glenn. You try hitting a power split over somebody again and again and again. You're going to pull. That's the thing. Do you think they're going to stop? Because that was her big finisher. Do you think they're going to stop her from doing that? They should. If she's hurting her, they should. If that's what the issue is, they got to come up with something else. Yeah. Kelvin R. Alexander, $2, saying that match wasn't great. Chikara. Sure. Listen, it wasn't the greatest match. I had very low expectations. Maybe that's why I was impressed. But this is fine. It wasn't a disaster. And uh, Chikara Jackson, for her first match, I thought looked very good. Mm-hmm. Remember, George W. Bush tried to teach us all about the soft bigotry of low expectations. <laughs> well, I taught you the best lesson: always have the worst expectations. Yes, yeah. Not just no expectation, the worst expectations. Then you're either pleasantly surprised or you're just not disappointed. So you win. I, ex- I expected everybody to get hurt and everybody's healthy, so I'm <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dylan, what the hell? <laughs> it just hurts. The Nikita and Soul thing hurts because in my mind, those were the two heir apparents to the NXT women's title. It was going to be either Nikita, and then when Nikita was out, Soul was the clear choice. Their time will come. Hope so. Um, so Seth Rollins versus Braun Breaker for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship in the main event tonight. Ah, so good. Excellent. The crowd uh, stopped singing the song pretty quickly. Yeah, but they were singing it throughout, and when Seth wanted them to, they would get it going. I thought this is really this is like a pay per view main event. I thought, yeah, it, not that Braun needs a tryout or that they need to see anything else from him, but if this was like their test run of him on the main roster, he's gonna fit in just fine. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been here that long, and he just he not only was he toe to toe with Seth Rollins, he brought out the best in him, he pushed mm-hmm. him to the limit. I love Braun Breaker in this match. I also love Seth. Seth came in ready for what Braun Breaker was throwing at him. I I enjoyed the crap out of this. And this good main event, not an NXT pay-per-view, a main roster pay-per-view right now well, if you put it on there. So I'm, let, let me ask you, what do you think the odds are that Braun shows up on Monday's Raw and challenges Seth to a rematch of Money in the Bank? He has a match at Money in the Bank. Oh, yeah. 
Like well, if Finn Balor, who showed up being a badass at the end of this. Triple, they could triple threat it, and Finn could no. take the pin. No. Wow. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't let Brock take the pin. No, come on. Yeah, he keep... just took one. He literally just took one. Why couldn't right. he take another one? He's but leaving have... the territory. So when he comes back to Raw or when he debuts on Raw, they really no, should keep him can't. away from if Seth Rollins. If you triple threat it, you can't. Like, no, for... yeah, I don't I like mean, the Finn, idea of a triple threat. There's, Finn there's is going to eat a pin up Money in the Bank no matter what because I don't yeah. see Seth dropping the title. But I, I personally think that what you did last night on Raw and tonight with Finn could really revive him because Finn was in a very boring place, probably the most boring member of Judgment Day. And I love what they did yesterday. I love what he did tonight. And it's just like, man, are we going to just do all this for him to lose and go back to blah, Finn Balor? Like, I'm loving this version of Finn. Well, if Even Seth acknowledged it. I think it's going to be Finn Balor versus Damian Priest at SummerSlam. Okay. I think they're going to start splitting. And, and I think well, that's going to be how much. Please call him Mr. Money in the Bank because by then he will be Mr. Money in the Bank. Thank you. I Actually, had a... Poppy in the bank uh, sounds better. <laughs> um, <laughs> if Braun had won tonight, this would have been the biggest moment in NXT history. Okay, huh. but that would have never happened. Like you actually thought? <laughs> yeah, because Seth had an excuse because he was softened up for Finn. Seth doesn't. Yeah, need well, he's got a pay per view match against Finn Balor. Like they're in the middle of no, the program. They, what they, they just do? created this title. They're trying to really build it mm. up. They, Seth, I never thought that Braun. Had a chance here again. Maybe you're been, right because I would have been shocked as it would have been hell. huge. I went into this thinking Braun Breaker had negative 100% chances of winning here. You guys notice they're good. stealing, they're borrowing from the Orange Cassidy story with Seth Rollins and that he's this workhorse. They even said maybe he's stretching himself out too thin, which is what they say during every Orange Cassidy match where now Seth Rollins is the one getting hurt and he's defending in pain and he's a workhorse. And eventually, oh my God, he wrestled one match in like three weeks. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, well, they're trying. They're trying. I know, but you know the reality. Like, he had that match with Damian Priest in the match yesterday. That was three weeks ago. The match yesterday didn't happen because he got attacked. So, technically speaking, he ain't no damn workhorse. They need to relax. They need to chill. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think Logan Paul wins his money in the bank and takes it off set? No. Mm, it'd be interesting. Stranger things. No, but happen. I was thinking about that. Like, imagine that briefcase in the background of every impulsive video. And oh, yeah. like, yeah. oh my god, the marketing for that. It was so funny because I'm like, I saw him announce and I'm like, well, there goes Damien Priest and LA Night Chess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think they're good. I think it's gonna be a crazy freaking ladder match. Yeah, it's gonna be it was a good match though tonight. It was so much fun, and afterwards, Finn Balor shows up and just goes crazy on Seth Rollins again. He did it yesterday. Seth couldn't do his open challenge because Finn just injured him, and Finn was not done. I love seeing this spark back in Finn Balor. Yeah. This was good. This was a hot end to the show tonight. They got also, why did Carmelo and Trey got to get involved here? Eh, well, they have the champion's respect. Kinda... They have the backstage angle so... where they were champion to champion there was a respect and it was very well done and so now they're coming to save Seth Rollins like the baby faces they are yeah it was good good match Seth Rollins also great. stole Carmelo's catchphrase by the way by the way Carmelo I did love trademark. I was gonna say I did love the use of Seth Rollins backstage when Nathan walked yeah. up to him you had that mm. teacher moment like teacher student moment and him telling him he's proud I was like oh, this is so cute but at the same time Seth kept his sense of humor talking about like I'm proud that you have this 
giant trophy you gotta carry around yeah. everywhere. <laughs> so that Are was we funny. supposed to know that? Because I don't remember ever from a storyline standpoint, Seth and Nathan no, but Frazier every once like in a real a while, life thing. If yeah, Seth he went to Seth's wrestling school. Black and blue, oh, okay. but, black and brave. Yeah, black and brave. So Seth was his mentor. But okay. every once in a while, they can do a thing that caters to the hardcore without making it yeah. so obvious. And I felt like yeah. that moment was that, you know. And then they had a great moment with him and Carmelo Hayes, where they show respect, but they still were that tension of "I want your title." You know, I thought the, the use of Seth Rollins backstage today was mm. very well done. Yeah. Good. Good times. Great times. Hot show next week. Gold Rush round two. Friday sucked. You didn't like Friday night? You didn't enjoy Friday night SmackDown? You didn't like the end? What were you saying? What were you saying just now? You were saying something. We loved it. (laughs) Friday night was was a place to be. (laughs) Sure. I I know you were distraught. It was fine. Roman's going to be okay. They're useless. Ah, uh, so next week, Gold Rush Part Two, Friday night, the fallout from the Usos splitting from the bloodline. Oh, it's getting so hot! And then we're gonna go to the O two. Uh, the O two is this Friday, right? Or is it next week? Saturday? It's next week? Oh no! No, it's I mean SmackDown and the O two next week. Okay, next that's week. gonna be great. That's gonna be awesome. It is gonna be great. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I love the graphic that they made for this bloodline match at Civil Money War. in the Bank with the Civil War. Like it's so much fun. <laughs> After we talked about that last week, they should really have an asterisk and at the bottom say like, like the Marvel Civil War, not the one yeah. to end slavery. <laughs> Just so we're clear. They should right. really make that clear. It's weird to use that as a reference. Marvel kind of brought that. Marvel kind of reinvented that yeah. phrase. That's really what bit. I think of these days when I hear Civil War. Me too. Is the Marvel Me too. Civil War. I, I, my brain goes automatically to that before it goes to the other Civil War. Like, uh, it actually goes to, to Marvel. Then it goes to a Kanye West lyric about fisting. Then it goes to <laughs> the actual. Um, <laughs> then it goes to what it actually means. It's a great song. <laughs> it is a great song. <laughs> Kelvin or Alexander. Like, you gotta go listen to it when we go up the air. <laughs> $2 saying Issa's trying to stay strong. I'm trying my strong. best. I appreciate the support. There you have it, folks. Follow Issa at NYC Demon Diva. This Steve with a one. Alfred said, this is nasty. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Until next time, we'll catch you folks back here on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Bye.